0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Run Your Mouth Podcast. It's a pleasure to have you here with us. Three episodes this week. You know why? Because I'm home, and so I'm able to get three episodes out. It's uh, it's nice to have you guys with us. We got a dank episode right off the bat. Summer Porch Tour is in session. It's officially underway. I know most of these dates aren't up, but they're coming up. They'll be up soon enough. You know, quick give me a hard time about these things. I gotta move this over. We're, uh, we're, we're screening my own hand here for no reason. Uh, Jacksonville. Jacksonville's the first week. You want to be there for the launch of the Summer Porch Tour, you come out to Jacksonville next weekend. All 15 bucks. Show up with your own lawn chair, bring your own beers, bring a cooler full of sandwiches. It's going to be a fucking party. I'm going to up this solo show, 45 minutes of stand-up from yours truly, uh, followed by a live Run Your Mouth podcast, which means we're probably only going to do one episode from the living room next week. So come travel to Jacksonville. Let's kick off The fifth annual Summer Porch Tour in high fashion. Let's make it a celebration of porches. Show your support. Even if you don't live, you can follow the tour. The the weekends, all summer, you could be hopping planes and following Summer Porch Tour, selling grilled cheese out in the parking lots, which are actually just residential neighborhoods that maybe you shouldn't be standing outside your car selling grilled cheeses in. But Florida people, come hang the fuck out. Let's do it. Jacksonville, next week, Saturday. Saturday. Will be the annual kickoff of summer porch tour show your support let's do it. let's do it big let's do it big and then that'll get me excited well i'm excited for us to the tour you guys get what i'm saying uh also uh guys go go pick up carol roth's book it's really really an excellent read like i do not have a ton of focus i read the thing in three nights and i was like holy shit this is a good summary of everything that's going on uh if you enjoyed my conver- my conversations with smarter authors, even though I don't want to have too many authors on. I don't want to have to be spending it feels like book reports. I got to sit at home and read books. That was an excellent book, and I'm happy that I read it. But I don't want to get hooked. But I'd like to be able to get my pick of authors on the show. And if you guys are out there actually buying the books, it's going to be helpful. And that's it. I'm not. I'm not going to. to you know, we'll do the like other plugs later. I'm not going to do the whole Jew episode. Hey, spend some money and buy some things and this and that and important stuff and give me your money. We're not going to do that whole episode. Support store and Carol Roth's book. That's it. No more plugs for like 15 minutes, 15 minutes. We'll come back and I'll tell you about the incredible products from our sponsors of Yo Kratom and Sheetha. But we're not going to do that now because it's already too much plugging up, up front. And I can tell people are getting uh, bored and, and you guys are like, what is this? just going to try and sell me things for an entire episode. All right. So instead of trying to sell you people for an entire episode, I'm going to sell you on the idea that we have to go to war with Canada. I mean, if we're talking about that nations can't just be invading other nations, not respecting borders, fucking shit up, then, you know, forget what's going on in the Ukraine with Putin and Russia. Let's deal with the fact that I've got orange skies and what the fuck is going on out there? I mean, we built all these windmills. Can't we just convert them and be blowing some of this shit back up towards Canada? I can't be living this way. I end up having to actually clean my entire apartment because with the windows closed, I was I at to make tough choices between if I preferred the fumes from out, outside or inside. And then I, I had to actually acknowledge the condition of my apartment and clean it up. And I don't want to be cleaning my apartment. I, I, I don't need this, the, 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 this guy from Trudeau. Uh, going around, lighting his own trees on fire, making our air so polluted that I can't go outside and breathe. And then I'm stuck inside my own apartment with the windows closed, forced to be home cleaning like some kind of housewife. That's not what I want for my life. And so if we've got to ensure that our border secure and that Trudeau isn't just lighting fires out of drones, setting his forests on fire so that we can stay inside. And I guess uh, they got to move the aliens around. Is that what's going on? Now that you got these whistleblowers coming out telling me about the aliens, but he's not even telling me that he saw the aliens. He's telling me that he heard from other people that they might have seen something that had to do with the aliens. And then you get people down in uh, uh, Las Vegas now filming cops and the cops are filming you. And you got security cameras all over the place that are supposedly catching aliens. They just, they really want us inside our houses, huh? What, what is it about the global elite right now that they just really want to stay in indoors? And by the way, how bad was uh, were those fumes? Anyone know how bad those fumes were? Because I, I don't trust anything that anyone's saying. You know, COVID, they were telling me that I have to stay indoors. And guess what? During COVID, when I went outside, you know, my eyes didn't bleed. And I, and I didn't smell chemicals and, and, and thick smoke. I'm almost concerned about the fact that they weren't warning us about these fire fumes, and can you like I like it when people can just put it into terms I can understand. Like I was very nervous about all the fumes that were out there, and then someone was telling me that uh, apparently it's like smoking seven cigarettes a day. I was like, that that I can smoke seven cigarettes a day, seven cigarettes a day. That's like that's like not even smoking. Is that really all it is? Because then I'll just pop a few a couple uh, zins in my mouth, walk around all day, just pretend like I'm smoking. That doesn't sound bad and so you know i was trying to do some research because i'm just trying to figure out just how bad it is outdoors and so i went to the cdc website and they just said it's like just get boosted that was their recommendation they're like as long as your antibodies are up you don't have to worry about all those fumes outside that's what that's what the website said they said as long as uh you've been recently uh boosted and your antibodies are uh up 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 you can deal with the canadian forest fires so if you want to be outdoors enjoying the good fumes of the canadian forest fires uh, just make sure that you've been, uh, recently bo- boosted. That's the latest guidance from the CDC. So YouTube, you can't even like edit me on that one. Cause I'm just telling you what I saw out of the CDC website. Uh, so what do you think they're really doing out there? You think that those, uh, those drones trying to make controlled fires, am I looking at drone footage on Twitter from a different f- fire? Are they looking at their climate models and they're realizing that it's not showing enough of a carbon problem. So we have to destroy our own forests? So that because then we'll actually forecast for worse carbon problems. At the moment, there isn't really a carbon issue. But if all the trees are gone and we don't have forests anymore, then there will be a carbon issue. And then Trudeau went, all right, well, then let's burn all the trees down. Or do you think? like they were trying to smoke out Bigfoot. They finally got some evidence of Bigfoot. He's walking around with Julian Assange files trying to get all the way to Russia so that they can release some new information about what the global elites are doing, our kids. And so they started a forest fire to try and uh, circumvent it. Is there crazy shit going on at our southern border that they lit the northern border on fire to distract us? Or like I said earlier, is it because we're aware of the aliens and they got to move them around? I don't know. But you know what I do know? Is that lazy people like me are probably gonna lose all their crypto? How, how many uh, how many other people are uh, also just sitting on their Coinbase's and Gemini's, looking at Gensler talking about stealing all of our money, already going after Binance and locking that thing down, and not moving to cold wallets? Cause I got my crypto friends, they're hitting me up. They're like, now's the time. You don't, you, not your keys, not your money, and that's all gonna go the way of fractional reserve banking unless you actually get yourself a cold wallet and move it on there. Which I have to do. Maybe, that, maybe that'll Maybe that be my weekend plans. It's like gambling, where, uh, hey, am I just going to donate my life savings of crypto back to the state? You know, th- these rich people sometimes they need it more than I do because they're like used to being rich. And so they run these financial scams and they're like, they have to stay rich. Like me, I already know how to live without heat. I can go a whole winter. What do I need all my crypto winnings for? So at this point, you know, who else is just leaving it on the exchanges being lazy? i got to take care of that this weekend. All right, let's take a couple comments, and then uh, we can, you know, start delving into the next uh, news topic. Eddie Grimm, aliens are starting the fires. Uh, That could be. we got Beachman Jones, only a six-hour drive from Fort Myers. I hope to see you there. Bring the banjo, man. Or I can't. Is that a banjo or a guitar? You can open for me. You want to play some guitar songs before I do my comedy? Mistfight, own me. Oh my God. I made it live. Hi, Robbie. What's up, Oni? Welcome to the show. All right. Two more comments. Then we're going to get back into it. Uh, if it's, if the fumes smell like Canada, I'm never going. Good point. Gavin Hey, I can listen to your plugs all day. At least it's, uh, not annoying. Like most ads love the fire. You the man. All right, here we go. Next topic. Big thing that's going on in the news is, uh, this was from the New York post FBI caves agrees to allow whole oversight committee to view biden bribery scheme allegation and talk about the milking a story i mean they're really soap operating these things are people actually scripting these things and they've got like timetables to keep you looped in where you got to check in every single day to find out that there hasn't been a development i mean here, here here was the this story's been going on now for three weeks where it started with they've got the document the fbi's got the document then they force them to recognize that they have the document. Then they go, oh, they're going to have to show us that document on Monday. They can't escape showing us that document. We're going to make it public for the American people. Then they don't make the, the, the document public for the American people. A select group of individuals get to go see it. Then you get Raskin coming out for the Democrats and going, this if this had been viable information, it would have been acted upon. There's no story here. Because if there had been a story, the good people at the FBI would have investigated it. And the fact that they didn't go on investigating it is the very proof of the fact that there is no story here. And then you got the Republicans going, no, I read that document that you guys still can't see. And let me tell you, this thing is the juicy bombshell whistleblowing scandal of the century. That that Joe Biden guy was clearly bribed. Five million dollars to the big guy. He sold us down the drain for just five million dollars. I guess he didn't really even sell us down the drain. I mean, Burisma and Ukraine's going to Ukraine. Maybe if uh, Biden could have gotten more of a payday out of this, he wouldn't have had to go on over there, send sent them all the fucking money, and started these wars. Maybe if he could have just... Uh, maybe, maybe what we actually need is bigger and better bribes for our world leaders so that they can be more profitable on the soft corruption, and then they could just be like, yeah, what well, do I got to send all the money over there and have a war? I already made $10 million just getting rid of some, uh, some, uh, some guy... was going to investigate these people for no reason the rest of the the rest of the world they work off bribes let me just uh, make my cut over the bribe over there where i bullied this uh prosecutor out of his shakedown racket and then everyone's got to buy protection you know it it, the the the, the new boss same as the old boss you're gonna have to serve somebody and so if you're buying your protection racket and then that guy goes listen I'm going to kick down this door. You're not going to be able to work your business. And then you call up a bigger protection racket who then calls the lesser guy and goes, hey, you really want to bully my car? I didn't know. I didn't realize he was with you. I didn't realize that that was your guy. I'll go find someone else to bully. That That's the real story here is that we need the bribes to be more profitable so that government officials can make money off of soft corruption and then they don't have to, or maybe they get greedy. Maybe they're making the money off the soft corruption. And they go, wow, look at all this money I'm making. If I can send more money over there and pretend like we got to fight this war and keep sending more and more money over there, then I'll make myself more and more money. And my kid can continue to be out there doing what he loves, which is having, doing some crack and having sex with some hookers. All right. Anyways, back to this storyline and how they milked it. This isn't me milking it. This isn't me being more dramatic about what it was for the sake of entertainment. This is me telling you about how these other people have been milking this story. So it starts off, hey, we've got this whistleblower, and this whistleblower is telling us that a document exists, and this document has definitive proof for the fact that Joe Biden, when he was vice president, had been bribed. And then, all right, there's some document. There's this magical document, and it's got all the proof. And then they keep teasing that it's going to come out. Then they keep saying the FBI won't release it. Then they finally give us a deadline. that it will be released, and then it's not released, but a bunch of people get to read it. And then they go, yeah, it's pretty bad. And Raskin goes, it's not even bad. And then finally, this was yesterday's news, where even more people get to read it behind closed doors. Me and you, we can't see it. But even more people can read it behind closed doors and then give us our opinion of what's actually in it. And so that, that's the latest update, is that it still isn't released to the general public but more Republican senators are allowed to view it behind closed doors and then get on the news and tell us, yep, this is the bombshell evidence of some whistleblower we've never heard of, uh, letting us know that there was another person who told us that this guy was definitively bribed. And then, of course, the FBI, you know what the reasons are for uh, why it can't be released? It's just the uh, magic eight ball of government excuses. If right now you're in college or you're working some other job where you have to actually perform, you have to actually create value in the marketplace, you have to actually work for a living, you have to compete with other people for promotions. If you're sick of that lifestyle of having to actually work hard to earn a living only to find out that if you don't get some experimental vaccine, you might get fired or they might just close your business, you might be able to not be able to get the permit, they might just change the laws and make it that even though you're running a business that's only for naked women, trans people have to be allowed to wave their dicks to everybody and ruin the pool party. We'll get to that later in the episode. I just said that and you thought that I was just saying nonsense. That's what you thought. You thought that that was just some nonsense example and you don't even know that that's true. Remember in the last episode when I was talking about how government legislation can come in, create some sort of a new rule that just completely distorts the value of your business because they're forcing some new legislation upon you? Well, you could have been running one of those good old wholesome christian hey we're going to nude together naked spas where you just naked women could be around their naked kids all together in faith under the lord i don't understand the way christianity works or the way that wholesome older women can be uh, naked in front of younger women in a wholesome way but government has completely distorted whatever the demand was in i believe las vegas for wholesome christian bathing between older adult women and younger adult women By forcing them to accept transgender males who still have their penises, who now want to come in there and wave their dicks at everybody and just ruin the entire wholesome Christian experience of bathing with your elders or youngers. Um, Point I'm making, government on a dime, they could just change the laws on you. And then all of a sudden, you're losing your clientele who's like, hey, I was just trying to be here naked in front of the younger women as an older woman, and now this guy's flashing his penis at me, and that's not what Jesus would want, so I'm going to have to go take my naked, wholesome bathing somewhere else. All right, I know that that was supposed to be later in the episode, but you were calling me out. You were thinking that that was a bullshit example of the case study that I was trying to prove. Back to this. You want to go work in government, right? Because you realize you're sick of being on the outside where they could just change the regulations on you and all of a sudden your business isn't profitable anymore. You could be sheathunderwear.com and all of a sudden the government outlaws banning uh, you know, separation between penis and balls. They go, listen, those things, they have to be grouped together. We need people out, co- out there uncomfortable. We can't have non-sweaty nuts separated in cooling separate compartments. People with that kind of mental clarity, they might actually realize what we're doing to them, do their own research, and not get vaccinated. We can't have that. We need everyone's junk all scrambled together. If you want to get out of that lifestyle while it's still legal, promo code RYM, get yourself 20% off at sheathunderwear.com. Who would have thought I was going to work on an ad read into that ADD rant? So anyways, you're sick of living your life where at any point in time, government can just create some legislation that's going to ruin your business. You're sick of having to create value in the marketplace and having to compete with other people. And you realize, you know what? I'd like to go work for the government. That looks like a better thing. And so I'm here to tell you how to have a government job. It's the eight ball of magical government excuses. Anytime anyone ever asks you a question, they want to find out about your performance. They want to see if there's corruption here. All you got to do is as long as you know these, I don't even know how many excuses I have here. Maybe it's like six then you're good. You'll never get fired. You'll always be promoted. You never have to do anything. First, I can't comment because that's a part of an ongoing investigation. That's number one. Any question they got, hey, did did, did did you take the cookies from the cookie jar? I don't know. That's part of an ongoing investigation. Do they ever tell us after the fact, like 10 years later, whether or not the ongoing investigation concluded or what the ongoing investigation even was? and hey that's part of an ongoing investigation so you saying you're investigating this matter well i can't comment i can't let you know what we are or are not investigating that's also part of an ongoing investigation doesn't matter what they ask you it's always part of an ongoing investigation next we have to protect our sources if we answer that there's going to be death in the fields we can't be telling you our sources if we were to comment on that publicly it might ruin our entire investigation that may or may not be happening next it was standard procedure but then here here's the here's the fun augmentation of standard procedure is that sometimes they'll acknowledge that a mistake actually was made and when a mistake was made well that was a pre- or a procedural issue while following standard procedure or we were following the standard procedure but there was mistakes made while following standard procedures you can't hold us accountable cuz we were just doing the standard procedure we made a mistake while following the standard procedure but we've recognized the fact that the mistake was made while following standard procedures. So now we're back to just operating with the standard procedure. And because this matter is still part of an ongoing investigation about why we deviated from standard procedure and how we can better return to standard procedure, I can't answer your comments at this time. And then when all that fails, when you're busted, it's not part of an ongoing investigation. You can't speak to the standard procedure that you violated, but now returned to and investigate it, whether or not you, you your behavior fell outside of standard procedure, you can always just speak to, well, it wasn't our intent. Yes, I know that the stock market collapsed and people's hearts are exploding and immigrants are pouring over the border, but it, w- it was always our intent just for Americans to be left better off and feeling more comfortable in their homes when they have dinner with their kids. It wasn't our intent. There you go masterclass and how to get a government job and just get endlessly, uh, endlessly promoted. And what's confusing about, well, it's a part of an ongoing investigation. Well, what if your ongoing investigation is a part of our investigation? Well, now you're part of the ongoing investigation and me investigating you because this thing is just ongoing and never concludes. You never seem to come to any conclusions. And I want to know what's going on in your ongoing investigation. Gets confusing, doesn't it? but who knows maybe they actually have the direct evidence of the fact that Joe Biden was bribed and uh, maybe we will see the light of day. I'll believe it when I see it, but you got to congratulate them for, uh, really doing their best to milk this story. All right, let's take a couple comments and then we can move on because while Joe Biden's being bribed, um, we've got none other than Donald Trump actually getting in trouble. Getting indicted. Oh, before we do the indictment, I guess we can uh do our ongoing coverage of what is going on in Ukraine. So this was uh yesterday. Um, I believe probably from Week magazine based off the uh formatting here. Ukraine says Kakova damn destruction won't derail the counteroffensive. Ukraine uh is on a counteroffensive, which is confusing because I thought they were winning. So are they counter-offensiving themselves or their defense thus far? has been very successful oh my god they they've uh they they've been mostly running a very good defensive thing but now it's time to actually put some points on the board they've worn out the russian offense offenses and now they're done playing defense and they're going to actually do a counter offensive of their own Winning so far and uh just in case it's not clear about how you know so they've been winning the whole time but now it's a it's it's a counteroffensive against their own winning and if you want to know how the counteroffensive's going uh, this is certainly from week magazine uh, the use of these forces and arm, armored vehicles indicates the counteroffensive is underway <laughs> That's all they can report to us about the counteroffensive is that it's officially actually happening like, you, you, you as, as they've spent a whole year declaring victory and talking about how the Russians don't stand a chance to just send us more resources, and then pivoted to, well, it hasn't been going great, but listen, we've got this counteroffensive. And now the reporting on the counteroffensive is that there is a counteroffensive, which sounds to me like it's not going well. I mean, for people that are so quick and wanting to declare victory, and by the way, this is now a better armed and better trained Ukraine I mean this is Ukraine with tanks they should have all the resources they need by now from us to go actually beat the Russians and get going on this counteroffensive and if you want to know how the world is reporting on this counteroffensive let's read it again it is underway that's that's what we're at it's like the, you know the beginning of a race they just did the thing and the, the racers are at who's winning we it it started nothing to report yet and I think I already commented about this on a uh, part of the problem, but I love this. This is from uh, Zelensky. Russian terrorists, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky wrote on Telegram, The destruction of the Kakawa Hydroelectric Power Plant Dam only confirms for the whole world that they must be expelled from every corner of Ukrainian land. Russian occupiers blew up the Kakawa Reservoir Dam in panic. This terrorist act is a sign of Putin's regime's panic. I mean, firstly... any of us actually believe that this was Putin and Russia? I don't know. But if it was, I mean, if, if Putin is losing and he's getting so desperate that he's resulting in acts of terrorism, that he's uh, actually even going to, I guess, make the people living in his region's lives even worse and nuclear threats are still on the table. I mean, wouldn't you look at that and go, man, this guy's crazy. We better give him what he wants this thing is going to get so much worse unless we, I mean, that would, that's what you should be saying is, wow. I mean, the guy's actually killing people in his own territories. I think, I think, I don't know if people have died, but he's flooding his own territories. And I think destroying his own infrastructure. There's no way we can beat this guy. We better get back to the table and figure out how to de-escalate this. You would think that's what you would say, but Hey, there's still more of our money to be spent over there. And then uh, just looking at it from the uh, powers-at-be's perspective of, hey, we've got to win this Ukrainian war. We've got to show Putin that there's lines in the sands and you can't be going into your neighbor's territory, even if it's for defense purposes, supposedly, even if you're challenging Nazis, and even if it's from keeping us to having missiles right on your doorstep after we promise not to expand eastward, nobody can be going into other countries. I mean, we have over the last couple of years, but we can't be living in a world where anybody's violating the sanctimony of borders. Because if you're violating the sanctimony of borders, then nothing, there's no sanctimony to countries. And then everyone's just going to want to go invade their neighbors. And we can't be living in a world where other people are going into other countries and telling them how to operate. We can't be living in that world. We have to put an end to this now, because if not the entire population, the entire planet will become corrupt as world leaders know that they can just expand and nothing will come of it. And so if this was true, if this was true, it's like, you know what? It's kind of like looking back on the Iraq war and going, I thought Iraq's fighting Iran and we don't like either of these people. So maybe we'd be better off letting the two of them combat each other. I mean, if that's what, not that I think we could probably just get along with them, buy some oil and stuff. But no, we always look at these people as being our enemies. But if you look at them as being our enemies, it was pretty easy to look at the situation there and just be like, yeah, but these two people are keeping each other in check. And so if we're looking at the world as being our enemies and that we have to you know, stay on top of all of them and stay in control, well, I guess the biggest tool that we had was that everyone was using the dollar. So it seems like sanctioning and taking people out of the dollar systems so that they're forced to trade in other currencies probably wasn't a win. I mean, we'll see. We'll see where the BRICS thing goes. We'll see if everyone uh, hates other countries so much that you know whatever they do just tries and fails. And uh, you know we get another hundred years of the U.S. dollar. But you are putting risk on our plate by throwing people out of the American financial system and forcing them to come up with uh, competing things. And especially, there's an element to currency of the redeemability. And so if you got like uh, uh, China really wants oil from uh, from Saudi Arabia and Saudi Arabia goes, all right, we've already bought all the military equipment that we need from the United States of America to defend ourselves for the next 100 years, and now we're actually getting along with the Irans, and we've killed enough people in Yemen, so I guess even if we are actually getting paid in wands, we got stuff in China that we know that we can buy, so it's not like we're just gonna get stuck with this shit currency, or you get Russia, Brazil, and all these people realizing, hey, fuck this dollar situation, let's go back to a gold-backed currency, and if we can actually prove the fact that it's uh, legitimately being gold back, maybe people will trust it. Now, at some point, they're going to violate that, you know, because people will actually go, hey, this currency is pretty good. And then you know what they'll do? They'll start shaving off that gold. We know the way that story works, where you pretend like uh, you got gold in your vaults that you don't even have in your vaults. You start flooding the market, depressing prices, making it seem like there's more physical assets in the world that actually exist. You keep selling the gold back to yourself, making it seem like nobody even wants this stuff. All right, but we're getting wildly conspiratorial here. And everything else that we said in the show was so factually accurate. Why do we want to be getting so wildly conspiratorial about the amount of uh, uh, gold that exists in the world? But, anyways, if you're looking at these other countries as being your adversaries, one, you benefit by your product being the US dollar being used by everybody. So, don't you want to just create more opportunities for people to be using your currency so you can continue to rob them of your wealth. You already got a really good business plan here. The business plan is make sure that everyone uses the currency, make sure that people are lending you money, keep debasing the currency and robbing these people. So you're already winning by robbing these people. And then you throw them out from being able to use your currency so that what, you can't rob them? That doesn't make a ton of sense. You already got a good scheme going. Pretend to be more collaborative so that you can sneakily steal more of their money. It's almost like you got like a customer comes into your store and he's spending a lot of money and then you're also stealing money from him and then you throw him out of the store and then you're mad at him that he won't change his ways and come back into the store. Just keeps quietly stealing from him. That wasn't a bad move. But then also, I guess while, uh, you know, we're so afraid of China, if we're so afraid of China, why are we going to war with Russia? That seemed like a mistake. We do like You got to pick, you got to pick one. You're not going to be able to take on everybody. And so now we've got China saying that they're going to put military bases, or not a military base, I guess some sort of a spy base down at uh, Cuba. Uh, and now, I'm not, like I said, this isn't me. I'm not war mongering against China. I'm a filthy old dirty hippie who thinks everyone can just get along with everybody and trade and and just be in love because it would all be good as long as we all understood value and that we all win by not robbing and go to war with each other because i'm just a dumb fucking hippie but i'm just saying from the perspective of these fucking neocons who think that we got to go around policing the world you're throwing people out of the store while you were robbing them just keep robbing them and then you know you're not gonna be able to fight both these people at the same time like this, you might have been able to oppose. So how, how's this strategy working out for you? Um, with that being said, I mean, it looks like we're setting ourselves up for some Cold War action where they're going to be telling us we got to get under our beds because d- don't talk. China can hear you. Like at least when, over COVID, we were able to all go online, talk to each other virtually and masturbate a whole bunch. But then uh, on this next round, it's not even I mean, like how dumb was it? We might go to nuclear war and see you have kids going under their desk for nuclear drills. Like going under your desk is going to help you in somehow in a nuclear attack. I don't know. I guess maybe building shake. And so the building can crumble, but you won't get blasted by radiation or consumed in some giant fireball. But the building might collapse. And as long as you're under your shitty desk, you'll probably survive the building collapse. No, you're just scaring the shit out of people. I assume that's what they were doing trying to keep they're trying to make sure that they remember that Russia is an evil adversary and we got to indoctrinate the kids that if the government didn't exist you would be consumed by a fight cuz that's what's healthy for kids is when every single day they got to get under their desk because hey remember our world leaders they like to butt heads with their world leaders about resources and wealth that will never be in your pockets these are fights that have nothing to do with you but hey tensions might get hot between the egos of these two world leaders so you little young boy or lad we need you to get out under your desk and be frightened and scared sick so you continue to have full faith in your government that may or may not actually provoke the exact problem that will kill you but remember the, the other people they're more evil feels like we're sending that shit up with china huh oh my god they're in cuba and they're listening to our calls i mean i don't like it i don't like anyone listening to our calls but i don't know is it worse if china's listening to my calls and the u.s uh, government's listening to my calls Who's more likely within the United States of America to declare me a domestic terrorism and round me up? And uh, what are they going to be able to listen to by being over in Cuba? I mean, it doesn't seem great. This does seem like some bully shit, you know what I mean? Where it's like, hey, we're going to go right there. We're going to go right next to you. And then how are we going to scream, oh, no one can come right next to us? while we were trying to go right next to Russia. All right, that's the end of that topic. Let's take some comments, and then let's, uh, before I dip into the comments... Let's remind everyone about YoKratom.com, home of the $60 kilo, the only place in the entire world you'll be able to get yourself a kilo for just $60. So if you're over the age of 21, you'll like yourself some uh, some some kilos of kratom, you spend 60 bucks, you get yourself all the kratoms that you could ever need. All right, next story, Trump indictment over handling of Mar-a-Lago documents. Trump, the first U.S. president in history to face criminal charges. Doesn't that say it all? I mean, I I, maybe uh, maybe on the next part of the problem, I'm going to pitch this to Dave Smith as a segment because he's got a better handle of uh, like history and he's much better on specifics than I am. Or maybe I can reach out to Gary. Maybe I'll reach out to Gary. We can do this as a segment on our show. Gary, if you're out there and you want to come on uh, Monday morning, 1130 a.m. or if there's a different historian who wants to take the bait on this bit, let's do a rundown of all the crimes of previous presidents we just just the bullet points or we can go maybe even president by president all the crimes that have been committed by previous presidents and the one that someone might actually go to jail or be indicted for is documents documents that he may or may not have classified and may or may not actually be dangerous or important we'll never know the contents of these documents but if there was ever an issue that somebody had to go to jail for and couldn't run for president again, that's not actually accurate, because he might even be able to r- run for president, be in jail, and then pardon himself. I don't know what that process looks like. But if there was ever something that just said it all about that this thing is nonsense, and it's just the machine coming for him, it's the fact that of every single president ever, this is the only time. I, mean, I, I didn't even know that that was true. It was surprising to me as well. Trump, the first U.S. president in history to face criminal charges. I mean, what a noble country we have that nobody's ever faced charges outside of a presidency except for Donald Trump over documents that started off as being nuclear material, then not nuclear material, then this, then that, then the next thing. I mean, talk about how noble of a country we have if the, uh, the biggest issue we got here. All right, next one. The charges against Trump include willfully retaining the national defense documents, conspiring to obstruct justice, withholding the documents, corruptly concealing the records, concealing a document in a federal investigation, and scheming to conceal and making false statements, sources told ABC News. What do they have, a thesaurus? Is this like a college essay where, you know, you just got to fill in more lines so you go, you don't just do double space, you do 2.25 space, you're just trying to fill up the pages what do they sit down and have a creative meeting and they go, all right, so uh, we said that he wasn't supposed to have the documents and he kept the documents. Now, how many different ways can you charge him with the exact same thing? How many, how many different ways can we say that the guy held on to documents that we said that he wasn't supposed to be had? Because this OCD librarian who was supposed to have these things in the museum of records and archives with all this other paperwork and the fact that this is even going on amidst the fact that both Uh, Joe Biden just had stuff. Are we ever going to find out what was in the Joe Biden briefcase sitting right next to his Corvette? Well, he returned it immediately. Yeah. He returned it immediately. When he got the call saying hey you know we're actually going to try and put donald trump in for this so if you got any documents sitting around you better bring them in so that we can make it look like uh the 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 horrible thing the most horrible thing that any president's ever done is that he wasn't compliant with an organization of librarians that you and i have never heard of that were trying to retrieve documents and he held on to them for longer than he should have that's the infraction here because all these guys have had documents in improper places So Donald Trump, though, is the only one that when they called him, he actually said, hey, I think I can hold on to these documents. And then they eventually raided his homes for them because I guess he wasn't being responsive enough to the librarians and their process of getting the records stored in the proper way. All right. What else do we got on this? So this is from The Independent. And uh, firstly, this whole thing, it's because what, what is Donald Trump? Let's do a recap. Actually, let's not ADD. I'm going to take a step back. We're not going to ADD. Let's read this independent article on what exactly they will be trying Donald Trump for. The independent has learned the prosecutors are ready to ask grand jurors to approve an indictment against Mr. Trump for violating a portion of the U.S. criminal code known as Section 793, which prohibits gathering, transmitting or losing any information respecting the national defense. The use of Section 793, which does not make reference to classified information, is understood to be a strategic decision by prosecutors that has been made to short circuit Mr. Trump's ability to claim that he used his authority as president to declassify documents he removed from the White House and kept it as Palm Beach, Florida property long after his term expired on January 20th, 2021. So in other words, prosecutors are realizing that Donald Trump might have the power to declassify information. He might have even declassified this information, so as a workaround for Donald Trump keeping documents that he declassified, instead we're going to prosecute him under Section 793, which would be relevant even to if they were documents that Donald Trump had declassified. Sounds to me like you got a rule that you could prosecute anyone in office, and like, what's the why would you be allowed to declassify a document as president? for you to be allowed to keep if there was another law that you would be in violation of that anyone could declare that. um, Let's read that again. A strategic decision by prosecutors that has been made. What's the actual value? Any gathering, transmitting, or losing any information respecting the national, any information respecting the national defense. You could claim any document has something to do with national defense. And if you're gathering and transmitting it, that's literally having a piece of paper. So you're in violation of this for any piece of paper that you keep after you left office, even if you declassified it. And by the very fact that the prosecutors are trying to get him on this, as opposed to the classified information. So they're dropping the classified information part. Even the prosecutors are admitting, okay, it might've been declassified information, but Hey, we've got this rule that we never prosecuted anybody else for. Um, and even if you just have documents that have to do with national defense, you'd be in violation of it. I don't know. Sounds like a bad rule to me. Let's continue. That section of U.S. criminal law is written in a way that can encompass Mr. Trump's conduct, even if he was authorized to possess the information as president, uh, because it states that anyone who lawfully having possession of access to control over or being entrusted with any document relating to the national defense and willfully communicates, deliver, transmit, or causes to be communicated, delivered, or transmitted, or attempts to communicate, deliver, once again, the source here. How many times can I say the same thing? Transmit or cause to be communicated, delivered or transmitted the same to any person not entitled to receive it. Now, also this not entitled to receive it. Well, if you declassified it, then who gets to decide that the document's not allowed to be seen by somebody? All right. But continuing or willfully retains the same and fails to deliver it on demand to the officer employee of the United States entitled to receive it. Once again, who gets to decide that they're entitled to receive it if you were the president and you declassified it? But isn't this great? I mean, this is this is the system at peace. Let's just take a, let's recap here. You've got no other president's ever been prosecuted. The thing that he's being prosecuted for is not the fact that he had the documents because Joe Biden also had documents. Mike Pence also had documents. All these people have had documents. It was the fact that he wasn't compliant when the aggressive librarians requested the documents back. Now, this whole time they've been claiming that this was classified and dangerous material. And now they're realizing, hey, we might not be able to actually bust him on not returning the unclassified materials within our proper time, but this is the one thing that a, that a uh, previous president should actually be going to jail for. And then this is from uh, CNN. As president, I could have declassified, but now I can't. So they're claiming that there's a transcript in which Donald Trump recognized the fact that he had held on to documents that he hadn't declassified. And uh that's going to be bad in court. That right there that'll be bad in court. You know Donald Trump that's the problem. He does say stupid shit. That's why I lost the Gene Carroll thing. Was he couldn't just walk back his stupid comments about grabbing women by the pussies and whether or not he found a lady attractive. I mean that the court case the single piece of evidence was whether or not Donald Trump actually found a lady attractive as if that does or doesn't prove that a crime did or did not exist or in that case oh it wasn't even crime it's just a civil whatever. He should learn from Joe Biden where he just ah, it's malarkey and then go to bed. That's all you got to do. Just declare the malarkey and go to sleep. You won't get yourself into all this trouble. Uh all right, and now this was Mike Pence talking about the incident. Let's give Mike Pence a listen. I think now more than ever we ought to be finding ways we could actually come together. And, sir, I, we're gonna get and to this kind of this kind of action by the Department of Justice, I think would only fuel uh further division in the country. And let me also say I think it would also send a terrible message to the wider world. I mean, we're the, I I just love the way to, I just want to say I'm the most born man that ever lived and let us all say, amen. I just want to say, I got absolutely nothing that could possibly be of interest to any person who might be interested in voting. And here I am saying absolutely nothing of value or importance in a particular tone, but let us all recognize that at this time, I didn't really say all that much and let us all say, I mean, we're the emblem of democracy just mixed together Mitch Hedberg and my Biden impression, but we'll get there if, if Pence actually moves forward, I'll get it down. We're the symbol of justice in the world and the, the, the serious matter, which has already happened once in New York now more than this guy. Uh, cheese pizza, Meta's Instagram facilitated massive pedophile network. And I don't know what you guys think when you see this, but I'm like, do what you want with their kids. Can you quit appropriating pizza? You really gotta ruin pizza for us too? How much pedophilia is actually out there? How much exists that every single time they seem to run these small studies, they're like there's an overwhelming of uh, you know, maybe if you guys didn't spend so much time worrying about misinformation and you put more of the resources into people that are actually uh engaging in creepy shit, you could put an end to it. So then I went and I looked up this uh, Wall Street Journal article and I want to read this uh, one paragraph that caught my eye. Such work is vital because law enforcement agencies lack the resources to investigate more than a tiny fraction of the tips NCMEC receives, said Levin of UMass. That means the platforms have primary responsibility to perform. Let's just stop there. Why don't law enforcement agencies have the resources on this? I think if there's one thing we can all agree on, it's like, why, all right, I'll tell you what, here's a good trade. Let's decriminalize all drugs until you guys solve the pedophile the pedophile program. Let's put all resources on the pedophile problem. And then once you solve the pedophile problem, then we we, well, we can start dealing with other stuff. But if you think that there's pedophile shit going on out there and you haven't dealt with that first, well, let's just make that the priority. Let's let other crimes, we're good on the other crimes. We'll deal with the other crimes. Let's, let's just, by the way, this even came up with, uh, if you watch that FBI whistleblower hearing, where some guys like, yeah, I used to be busting pedophiles. I seem to remember this. I seem to recall that the guy was describing that he used to work on pedophile stuff, but then he was essentially instructed by the FBI that instead of doing that, he's got to work on like January 6th stuff. And he's like, so you guys just want to let the pedophile... Yep, we got to focus on the January 6th stuff. Do you remember, I never really watched A Catch a Predator, but how many episodes do you think they could fill in a year? I mean, if we actually all just crowdfunded... Like to catch a predator type office, how many people would they catch in a year? And why is it that this is not more of a priority? And then this kind of creeped me out. Maybe it was just a bad Google search, but I saw the Zero Hedge article. And so I was just trying to find the actual Wall Street Journal link. And then I found out that it was linked in there. And I tried this search two ways. I tried looking for the past week of Stanford, who did the study, Instagram and pedophiles. And I also tried doing Wall Street Journal. And of course, Google's like, yeah, we don't have any search results for you. We don't know what you're looking for. All right. Uh, I got two more topics and then we're going to call it an episode. Uh, Once again, yodelta.com, promo code RYM, get yourself 20% off. Support the sponsors. Load up on your Yo Deltas. Load up on your Sheath Underwears. Get yourself the most comfortable underwear that's ever graced the balls of man. Also, promo code RYM and get yourself 20% off. Porsche store dates, more dates coming up soon, coming out in Jacksonville this weekend. All right, here we go. This is from The Hill. uh, And I came across two different articles, both referencing the same phenomena in regards to global warming that just made me realize, all right, nobody fucking knows anything. And so apparently there's some giant fungi network that exists, I guess, under the ground that actually like absorbs a shit ton of carbon. And I guess none of the carbon models actually account for the growing fungi network. That's very good at actually storing our carbon. And not only do they not account for that, but apparently when you put solar panels into the desert, It actually disturbs the stored carbon of the fungi network, which has unintended consequences of actually releasing more carbon into the world. So this was an article from The Hill. Um, As planet warming carbon emissions rise, a major solution to climate change is growing beneath our feet. A study published Monday in Current Biology found that fungi gobble up more than a third of the world's annual fossil fuel emissions. As such, fungi represent a blind spot in carbon modeling, conservation, and restoration. Co- co-author Katie Field, a professor of biology at the University of Sheffield, said in a statement, the numbers we've uncovered are jaw-dropping, Field added. Field's team found that fungi pulled down 36% of a global fossil fuel emissions, enough to cancel out the yearly carbon pollution from China. The world's largest carbon emitter, China beats out its nearest polluting competitor the United States by a factor of two. And I guess that's new information? I mean, that was from the Hill. I didn't do that much digging. I don't like science stuff all that much. I didn't want to read about fucking fungi under the ground. I ain't some fucking fucking science nerd. But I did read and I just kind of laughed. Well, sometimes it, my stupidity is like, I'll just see like two articles on one topic within a week. And I was like, oh, this is uh, worth a mention. This is from Nish Talk. He writes a great blog. Biden's solar pushes destroying the desert and releasing stored carbon. When bureaucrats put their personal agenda ahead of what science can deliver, bad things happen. And it was a similar thing about, uh, desert plants and their fungi networks underneath and the amount of stored carbon. All right. I got one more news story for you guys. Um, oh, the other topic, but we're, we might get into this next week because it's another one that I just wanted to look at at a glance and then I want to close out with um, uh, um, with this uh, transgender lady with a penis at the all-female uh, spa. Uh, is Next week, I want to dig into a little bit uh, about there's more reporting uh about the bubble brewing in commercial real estate i even saw an article about some like billion dollar hotel property in san francisco company was just walking away from uh but it sounds like as interest rates have gone up and you get less and less people who are actually in these offices uh and people have to start rolling over their mortgages on their commercial real estate properties You might actually see a commercial real estate uh, bubble explode. And uh, who knows how many uh, of those things have been packaged together as assets on banks balance sheets so that they could borrow more money against that. Uh, So could be interesting. Maybe the government gets ahead of it and they realize, oh, that could be a signal of the fact that we've been creating asset bubbles. And so they figure out how to uh, shore up those balance sheets and make sure that there is no collapse. Uh, but it's always interesting to me when you start seeing the signal in the news of even the news addressing, hey, we're recognizing the fact that uh, there seems to be a little bit of a bubble brewing in this market. Uh, New York Post even was demonstrating in New York State that you got a New York City that you got a particular problem that as uh, you get less and less people going into offices, uh, you get less and less tax revenue. You got to start taxing your citizens even more. And then they want to move to other places, which means you got less and less people to tax. And then the next thing you know, you just ruined an entire city. All right. But let's, uh, where's my keyboard here, producer guy? Let's close it out with the uh, funnier article. Because uh, if you want to see the way socialism works and the way that they can ruin your business by changing policies, uh, which was the thing that I was stumbling upon on the last episode, But now I got actual proof of the fact that government can create government policies that uh, change your prospects for profits at your business. Woman-only spa forced to allow trans customers with penises even though everyone is naked. That's right. Let's let's read it. A Washington judge has ordered a woman-only spa to accept transgender women who still have penises even though all of its customers are naked. Seattle District Court Judge Barbara Jacobs Rothstein... On Monday, upheld a discrimination ruling against Olympus Spa filed by local trans activist Heaven Wilvich, who claims to be more women than many feminists who are only incidental. There you go. You got a trans activist. She looks around and she goes, "Where can I show off my hog? To ensure, where, where I proudly, proudly, proudly going where no penis has gone before." I'm going to go find a social club of people with different thoughts and attitudes than me and I'm going to force them to accept me to ruin their thing. And I'm going to do that in the names of trans rights because that that's what helps everybody get along in society is when you purposely realize, oh, I can go ruin their thing, and I can complain to the teacher that they won't let me be at their thing. It's idiot assholes and complainers. It's been a theme I've been talking about on Run Your Mouth podcast for a long time. It's just fucking kindergarten and catering to the complainers and letting them ruin it for everybody. So in this case, he got this one, sees a whole group of people, they're having a nice time, and decides, you know what, It's just being a troll. I can go ruin their nice time because based on the rules of the game, they can't tell me that I can't be there and then I'll go complain to the teacher and then they're going to have to let me be there. And so there she is. She goes to the spa, which we're going to continue reading in a second. And she's like, look at my, look at my balls. You bigot. Hey, listen, if you're out there and you got a nice hog and you thought that you couldn't just expose yourself to women, all you have to do is, you don't even need to put on a wig. You can shave your head and pretend like you're one of the shaved head peoples. And you can decide that you want to be a male tomorrow. If for one day, you just realize you have a really nice hog, and you haven't been able to show a anyone in a while, there you go. You declare yourself a lady. They can't, and they're not allowed to tell yourself that you're not a lady, even if just for one day you want to declare yourself it. I mean, how do they prove that you weren't feeling like a lady for that day? And so then you can go expose yourself, and who knows, maybe, maybe you'll even get laid. Maybe the woman will sit around and they'll just be like, my God, what a hog you've got. And then the next thing you know, you're... So it, I'm just saying, if you have been living your life and you've been trying to figure out how you might be able to expose your big wiener to Christian women who are naked, this is your end. Government sanctioned. You might have to go out to Washington. Different states work out a little bit differently. But if you want to go expose yourself to some women you can start hitting up the lady spas and just identifying as a dude and showing off what you got. You can have some fun with this. You don't, you don't have to run into the park with the trench coat and, and do it. You can actually yell at them for being bigots for not appreciating your lady junk. Let's continue a Washington judge. Oh, by the way, for this lady going, I'm more lady than you are. I mean, that's some bitchy behavior. Showing up and saying i'm more of a lady than you are because you were just born a lady and i've actually it was instant Your your ladyhood was actually incidental Uh versus I mean, this is like the where like what's a but isn't that such a funny way to look at it? Like you happen to be woman because you were just born that way I actually see myself As what I I actually deserve to be a woman because I worked on it. You just happen to be a lady but did you actually identify? And take efforts to be a lady? Or was that just what you, you were just naturally born a lady. So if anything, I deserve it more than you do because I'm working towards it. A Washington judge has ordered a women-only spa to accept transgender women who still have penises, even though all of its customers are naked. Seattle District Court Judge Barbara Jacobs Rothschild on Monday upheld the discrimination ruling against Olympus Spa, filled by local trans activist Haven Wilvich, who claims to be more women than many famous uh, feminists who are only incidental. The traditional Korean spa had maintained that its women-only role is essential for the safety, legal protection, and well-being of our customers. It willingly accepted transgender women, but only if they had gone through post-operative sex confirmation surgery. The ruling, which, by the way, that's kind of more disgusting. If you really want one of those, uh, one of those new sciencey vaginas just bobbing in the water with everybody else, is that is that actually better? Maybe that's more bigoted of me, but because at least if you got the man parts and the original equipment, I feel like that's less disgusting within the thing. I don't know. I don't know what the fake vaginas look like. I've never seen them, so I can't really say uh it unwilling it willingly accepted transgender women but only if they were post-op wilvich however identifies as a woman but is biologically male and has not undergone sex reassignment surgery the court paper said noting that the spa never had a record of the activists ever actually going there wilcovich first complained in february 2020 in the washington state humans right commission later agreed that the korean spa discriminated against wilvich based on sexual orientation I did it, Wilvich had posted at the time, celebrating getting the main naked lady spa in the area to change their policies and allow all self-identified women access regarding of surgery and genitals. Once again, going where no penis has gone before, complaining to the teacher, and making sure that the ladies-only naked spa is a safe place for men to show women their wieners. We salute you, tranny lady. Wilvich also bragged about being more women than TERFs, the snub-meaning trans-exclusionary radical feminist. I'm more women than any TERF will ever be because I'm an intentional woman, whereas they are only incidental, the activist wrote amid the ongoing legal tussle. In a ruling, Ralstein noted that the WSHRC, but by the way, isn't that fun? Because then she sees the distinction between herself and naturally born women so then you're actually in your own category and you should have to go to your own spot because you're not in the lady category you're actually in the intentional lady category so in fact there's actually two categories now there's intentional lady category which you you actually drove past women like let's say males over here and then there's women you actually went past the status of women into intentional women but now you're still not in the incidental women category so perhaps you shouldn't be allowed in the same places because you're not identifying as women. You're identifying as intentional women, which is actually a different category by your own admission. Just saying, maybe that's too much Jew logic for these people. Let's continue. In her ruling, Rosty noted how the H R C defines sexual orientation as including those whose gender identity, self-image, appearance, behavior, expression is different from that traditionally associated with the sex assigned to that person at birth. I don't know what the WSHRC, but it sounds to me if this is from the judge, then that means that a judge has recognized as law that a person can identify as something different than their actual genitalia. And so I guess if you want to be in a ladies' restroom or any lady's space whatsoever, you're now considered lady in the eyes of the law. OK, let's continue. Spa owner, which that that would seem like it would require a little bit more. Because the, you get the problem of, I can, shouldn't I be allowed to, can I identify as kid and have sex with kids? I mean, if it's just going based off of how you identify yourself, sounds like you got an argument here for pedophilia. Can I declare myself bat, black and get myself reparations in California? Spot owner Won Lee sued to reverse the decision, saying it defied his traditional, theologically conservative Christian values and put his clientele at risk. Like I said at the beginning of the show, this was a wholesome spa for Christians to be naked amongst their fellow female Christians. Lee, who has owned the spa for 20 years, also conveyed his fear that exposing female customers, especially minors, to male genitalia could subject Elizabeth's spa to criminal penalties. Now that does get interesting. You're forcing a spa to have adult male penises that granted are on self-identified um, What what uh uh intentful females? So you've got an adult male penis on an on an intentful female that you're forcing a spa to allow that to be in front of kids who are I don't know why naked kids are with their naked parents at a spa. I'm not totally sure on that, but I guess it's a traditional Chinese spa fronted by Christians. It's a weird world. People should be allowed to do what they want to do, and I guess I. Can even understand you're a mom. You want to bring your kid, your mom. You're a mom. You're bringing your kid to the naked spa for your naked spa day. You don't want to see male genitalia, or it maybe it should even be illegal to have to see male genitalia on an intentional lady. Gets confusing. Let's continue. There have been several incidents where customers noticed male genitals exposed in the spa, creating humiliation, trauma, and rage, a complaint by the owner said. Those patrons apparently demanded refunds and never returned. So according to the place, we opened up an all-female spa for Christians who like to be naked amongst other Christians, and you're ruining my business by forcing me to have male penises in the place where the customers don't want that. Like I said, delivered as promised. Government reg- legislation coming in and ruining your business. Lee claimed that the discrimination policy requires them to service nude males and females in the same rooms, forcing them to choose between violating the law or their religious convictions, his complaint said. One regular customer backed the lawsuit, described herself as a Christian who believes that men and women should not be viewing each other's naked bodies unless married to each other. However, WSHRC investigator, I don't know what that is, Madison Amola maintained that banning trans customers like Vilvich was discrimination. The commission does not use genitals to define gender identity and recognize that a person's gender identity can be different from the biological sex assigned to them at birth, the paper stated. However, Olympus Spa biological women policy, blah, 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 you guys get the point. So if you're out there, you know, you can go to Washington and... uh, show you, show your hog to some Christians. All right. That's our episode. It was a long one. I just did a full hour solo out of my living room. That's what happens. Uh, I guess when I'm not traveling and, uh, telling jokes, thank you everyone for, uh, hanging out with us. We will be back next week with, uh, with more episodes. Uh, Patrick, what's up, Patrick? Yes. I will be in Jacksonville this upcoming Saturday. Uh, come hang out. And, um, I think that's all we got. All right, one. Fannie Anzai. I did a podcast way back in the day. Dr. Anzai. There's more pedophile in public schools than in churches, but they're both hidden by the authorities. It has always happened, but I don't think Sleepy Joe Biden would do anything against it. I would agree with you on that. Eric Baker, back for my daily Joseph Jewish wine. And then Eric John, pizza artist with the classic Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel is Einhorn. All right. That's our episode. Thanks for hanging out. Have a nice weekend uh, back on Monday, possibly with another episode and maybe even with, uh, Gary Richide with the rundown of presidential crimes. Cause I do think that that would be an interesting topic for us to explore. Have a good one later.